friends and family. It's wonderful opportunity to spend time looking at what it looks like to be with Jesus and like Jesus this very day. I hope these podcasts are encouraging to you and helpful to you in your own walk with Jesus and in your own way and journey that God has taken you on. May he bless you and keep you in such a way. Today, well, really yesterday we wrapped up the Apostles' Creed, but today I want to I want to officially put a stamp on it because we got to the end and the last word of the Apostles' Creed is amen. And amen. So this is kind of a standalone podcast, if you will, on the word amen, but it also is wrapping up uh, the Apostles' Creed. Amen is is a word that goes all the way back. I mean, we see it. We see it early in the scriptures. We see it in Deuteronomy and in Numbers. Uh, we we see it used a lot in uh, the Second Temple Judaism period. We see it used a lot by Jesus. We see it used a lot in the New Testament. We see it used a lot in the Psalms. And so it's important for us to understand what this word is and what this word means because amen is not really something outside of Christian circles that gets used a lot. In fact, it, it seems almost a little strange when someone uses it uh, just sort of in everyday conversation. In fact, our, our preschool teacher here, uh, she's a wonderful lady, teaches, and my son's in her preschool. She's a great teacher. She loves the word amen. She uses amen in a lot of ways, and, and rightfully so. The way she uses it is actually the way it's supposed to be used. Um, but it's always a little, it's always a little funny and a little startling to me when, when uh, you know, we, we'll be talking about something mundane, like uh, if the copier's working again, and she'll be like, "Amen, amen, that copier is working again," and uh, and that always cracks me up. And so we have to understand what it means, um, but maybe we think we do because of uh, we grew up in Christianity or we're around it. It means essentially, truly, surely, let it be so. Let it be so. This idea that that something is trustworthy or true or you can agree with it. Um, in the Septuagint, we see it used in different ways. Uh, may it be uh, something that is true or faithful. We see it used in the word as as the word truly. Um, in these different ways. In the in the Hebrew, in the Old Testament, we see it as an affirmation. Uh, to an oath or a curse. This is the Lexham Diction, Bible Dictionary talks is giving me this list. Uh, so as affirmation to an oath or a curse, an affirmation of a blessing or a prayer. So tw- two times we see already that it's, it's used as an affirmation. We also see it used as an affirmation by an individual. Um, for example, uh, Lexham Bible Dictionary says in 1 Kings one thirty six, Benaiah replies to the king's command with amen. Um, we also see it as uh, this this way in which we conclude some of the psalms uh, as let it be or, or truly it is. Uh, in the New Testament, we see it used probably the most by Jesus. In fact, maybe you don't really even realize it too because we often translate it a little bit different, but the word amen is there. Uh, Lexham Bible Dictionary once again says it this way. Amen is most commonly used in the New Testament as Jesus's acknowledgement of the truth and authority of his teachings, statements, or corrections of religious law. Um, the term appears either at the beginning or the end of Jesus's theological statements and holds the sense of truly I say to you or in truth I tell you, which is often, oft, often how we translate that. 
Truly I tell you, or truly I say unto you, Jesus says. But what's he saying is, Amen. And uh, some scholars have even given this uh, this statement that Jesus says using the word Amen with uh, the same sort of utterance as a prophetic use of the phrase, thus saith the Lord. So when he says, this is faithful or true, that truly I say unto you, amen unto you, I, I'm i going to say this, it's, a, it's prophetic in nature, and Jesus brings it about. Now when Paul starts to talk about amen, he mentions a couple different things that I think are important to us. One is he says in 1 Corinthians 14, 16, that the church needs to, the people need to say to amen when they understand what they're saying amen for they don't just say it just to say it they they say it when they know what's going on um he also says that because god's words are true and his promises are good and god is always faithful second corinthians 120 says that our, we should be yes and amen our response to god should be yes and amen yes because i will listen to you amen because it's true it's good it's reliable it's trustworthy it's wonderful and those are some of the ways that we can understand amen in our life. And so when we think about amen, when we conclude the Apostles' Creed, what we're saying is this is true, this is right, this is good. Amen. When we say amen at the end of a prayer, in fact, I'm, I'm notorious. Most, most Sundays, if not all Sundays, I say at the end of my prayers, and all God's children said, and they'll say amen back to me. Or I'll say, and, and all God's people said, right? And we say amen together because we're agreeing with what was said in prayer. We're all confirming and saying uh, we 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 pray alongside the pastor. We say pray alongside the leader in such a way that we also affirm and acknowledge this is our prayer too. And so may that be your prayer today. Be blessed as you have a, a, the rest of your day or if it's in the evening as you go to bed. We'll talk again tomorrow.